I mean, hey, a lot of people do want um, Jameson Williams, and so like we could have two yeah. uh, two wide receivers, yeah. Williams as well. You know, Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's possible. You know. Yeah, that would be wild. We yeah. what do we have? Williams, like Williams, Parham, and Parham. There you so go. It's like we Williams, got Parham, and Parham. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's trying to make it easy on the coaches so they don't uh, they don't forget names and stuff. Yeah, right, man. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I that's, like that. that's, that's my problem, not not a coach problem. <laughs> Hello, welcome, Bolt Bros. Uh, podcast where we talk about the Los Angeles Chargers, our favorite topic uh, of the week, the year, the day of any moment of any given time for us brothers here, right? And we talk about their opponents occasionally. Again, as you know, I'm Andrew, joined with my two co-hosts, Kyle and James. Let's give them a shout out. Woo woo! <laughs> Bo bros. Bo bros. Uh, and let's get into it. Let's go. Bo bros. Bo bros. Let's, let's go. go. Absolutely. <laughs> so in today's episode, I want to be talking about our final mock draft choices, right? And kind of going into really our first, second, and third picks that we have set right now. Um, But we also we wanted to talk a little bit about also that we are doing a live podcast for the actual first round draft on the 28th. We're going to be sending a link again. Remember, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTubes, we're on all the tubes, we're on all the social medias, all the above. That's us, guys. We're out there. We want to have fun. We want to engage with you guys as fans. Right. That's an extremely important thing for us. Okay. Um, so make comments, like, subscribe, share our posts, all the above. Couple of things I will say too. We do want to give you a really interesting little uh, tidbit or reaction video to the psychic predicts the NFL trains draft future. It's really interesting because the more we've talked and read about mock drafts, my my head's spinning. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but yeah. my head is spinning. We are doing nothing but seeing yeah. odd picks here and there, and, and people move up and down the list. Right. It's crazy. So. It's about as much uh, predictable as as a psychic reading your tarot cards. So we want to do a little reaction video on that, have a little fun with it, and then we'll go into our our each of our uh, live drafts of our first, third, uh, first, second, and third picks. So let's get into it, Bull Bros. Let's go! Oh yeah! Bull Bros. Hi guys, I'm Stacy over at the Laguna Beach Chakra Spa. And I am a seven-generation psychic. Trained. Today we are having Laguna a reading Beach on the Chargers. Chakra spot. I'm gonna have to go, have to go check it out. Yeah. Draft night. Yes. I need to get my little so places in here, here one of these days. That's <laughs> right. For our team, we pick at seventeen. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. She's pretty attractive, huh? Well. <laughs> the number seventeen actually yep. represents. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, we got a little DJ. What's up, DJ? Last seventeen we had. Yeah. Expected. Let's go. Mm, you have to be really nine. I don't know what the number nine means, but I keep saying like the number nine over and over and oh, over again. Oh, oh. So I don't know what that means. Oh, I'll nine, take nine, it. nine, nine, I'll nine, take nine, it. nine. Mm. She German? Nine, 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 nine. What was that all about? <laughs> so so did, did it say it was a stingly? Yeah, yeah, it was stingly. Stingly has a very good sense of humor. Um, oh, that's my boy. People laugh. That's your boy. And this yep. person just Jim seems like he's a very strong-minded person. Yep. He's actually yep. very spiritual, very intuitive. We'd have to kind of talk about some of, like, personalities. It seems like stuff. everybody's having, like, right. an adrenaline, yeah. adrenaline rush. Because the energy that it actually says is that people are going to be very, like, overwhelmed. 
excited. Like I see other people that are connected in the, um, I don't know how to explain it, like the NFL, like other teams, and it says that they have fear. They have anxiety. They're scared. They have fear. Yeah. Uh, they're They'll preparing be big for scared. something and they're, they're scared. They'll be shocked. So I feel like big for scared. the Chargers, it's going to be very good for them. They can't, they can't handle the electric Other fans. people are afraid right now. <laughs> right. They got something up their sleeve. <laughs> This person's got a lot on their plate right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this person's traveling a lot right now, but it just says something about travel. Lots of travel connected to that name. Mm, this yeah. person seems like he's also, you know, going through some transition in his life. He's a very loving person. He's very kind-hearted, yeah. very soft-hearted. The injury. He is, um, yep. And I feel like injury. he's making that sure was it right that there. That was the injury. Right oh, man. He's got a very good energy. <laughs> Classy, bro. A very yeah. strong energy. Yes. Spiritually, it's this man. Get I feel it. like it's... Um, that guy's just a beast, beast, man. It says it's yeah, his dude. time to shine. Yeah, like, this is his time to shine. The best dude. Tough to block. Something big is coming his way. He's powerful. I'm going to pick him. 17. He's got a lot of power this year. Fire. Yeah. Spirit energy See, represents fire. Yeah, Wyatt, I would be happy with either one so of them. So the judgment yep. card yep. is connected to that I'd name. be happy with Penning, too. And yep. the judgment card based Man, on his fast. energy represents that this man is in the middle yep. of two different yeah. worlds right Getting now. Getting a little sauce um, at the end there. He's at a crossroads, right. is what it represents for him. Flag, flag. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. He's nasty. Did somebody like nasty. Both ways, married? You know, yes. both ways. Um, this is a player. Uh, this person has an amazing energy right now, yes. and I feel like this Slater. is someone oh, that's going to be very big. It says he's going to have something big picks. to do with Always everything solid, right now. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. positive energy. There's a very Always white solid. light surrounding the team. And within now in the next three years, it actually seems amazing. Bull bros! Want to see more content like so is she saying that we're going to win the Super Bowl in the next three years? Oh, that's, you better believe it. That's it. Yeah, no, we're going to win it this year. We're going to win it this year. <laughs> this year, baby. N A Z. N A Z. Done, done, done. Yeah. Done and done. Done, done, done. Yeah. Robotussin. No, we're done and dusted. We're not Robotussin. What the hell are you talking about? So what's that got to do with anything? You got to get your ears clean, bro. Man. <laughs> 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 Nice. Well, you know, I mean, that video is as predictable as what the draft could be. Who knows what the heck's going to happen here? Exactly, exactly correct, right? Exactly correct. That's yep. partially why we wanted to show you guys that, right? I mean, at the end of the day, guys, who knows, right? I mean, yeah. how many mock drafts have we looked at at this point, right? Endless. At a nauseum level. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Just too much. <laughs> Every week, one moves up and down. Yep. The, you know, the draft boards. So this, this team wants this person. This person's talking about trading up, trading back. Look, it's about as predictable as reading somebody's tarot cards or hiring yeah. a psychic at this point, right? You just kind of never know where it goes. And I think that's partially why I think Tom Telesco always has this this thought of, hey, look, let's just pick best available and it'll all work out. Yeah. And that's worked out well. I mean, think about his first round picks. He's done great. Rashawn Slater last year, Justin Herbert, you know, Derwin James, you know. I mean, yeah. hey, our first round pick is great because I'll be honest with you. I had in, in one of my mock drafts, I actually did a, a trade back with Green Bay, we'd get a first and like yeah. a late second because they need wide receivers if Jameson Williams is there or maybe Alave or whatever that you know, Aaron right. Rodgers needs some weapons. Yeah. 
boy, it just, I don't know, it just didn't seem to gel well with what the Chargers need, right? I think that first pick is going to be really important for them, right? Because they need right. a guy to immediately impact the team. Yeah. And if they can get a guy like that, that makes a big difference. So yeah. that's my take on it, at least. Definitely. definitely. We, need, we need someone you know, who's going to be able to hit the ground running, like, right away. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and that's that's exactly the point I was going to make is that I think what they're trying to find is players that can make an impact immediately in a championship based player to make them stronger in a, in a point of weakness. And it was interesting because she pointed out the number nine and then they obviously the Chargers put as, oh, well, we're going to trade with the Seahawks and we're going to yeah. get Derek Stingley like Stingley. I don't know. Would we pick him at nine? I don't know. But what if what if it's a player we already have on our team? What do we what if we look at K9 Kenneth Murray? that he's going to have yeah. a beast year next year. Right. And he's then yep. being the linebacker we all thought he was going to be. Yeah, right. And so, exactly. Yeah. That's who knows? True. Maybe that's what the nine means. Maybe it's not trading down. And what would we trade down to get to nine from 17? I mean, that could probably give up a lot of our draft picks, but well, I mean, get the player we really want. Who what knows the, what the nine could mean to me uh, is that actually I've kind of played around with this a little bit. Um, it was, that was a Seahawks pick um, for on nine. Yep. Uh, I played around with the possibility of the Chargers trading down with the Seahawks, their 17th pick for two of their first, their second round picks, because they have two yep. in the second round. I think it's like what 40 sure. and 41 or something. Right. Um, and we've talked about this a lot that 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 mm-hmm. is a very this is a very deep draft, and I kind of played yeah. around with it a couple times. And there's some solid players in that second round that yeah. I would not yeah. be remiss to like pick up. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, so and again, we, you know, yeah. we're casual fans too, right? And so we yeah. haven't looked at the second round as much as the first round. We've talked about right. first round a whole lot because we got yeah. one pick, right? And we're going to do a live episode on that. Yep. Tune in on the 28th, right, of course. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get that. Five plus hours of us dra- of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of being a live Don't stream. Be long. Yeah, Don't and, be long. you know, the, we'll, the future, we'll, future's looking bright for the, you know, <laughs> the 28th, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Rose Merge, I like it. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, again, to your point, right? I think this draft is going to be extremely deep. So if we did trade our seventeenth down and get maybe two second round picks, mm-hmm. we could do great. We can get a nice maybe right tackle, and then also you know another defensive lineman, right? If if right. we really think we have, you know, if we're splitting hairs on some of these guys, that might be an, an option that uh, they'll go with in this draft. But you know, we'll see. We'll ultimately see what happens. So it's exciting. So I guess we are going to be moving into the actual draft portion uh, that we're going through. So we're going to go through pick number one, pick number two, and pick number three of the Chargers. And we're going to do a little round robin for all of us. And we're going to go myself, James, Kyle, in order. And then we're going to talk about our first pick on our mock drafts. Again, we did our own mock drafts. And we're just going to show you what our first three picks are. Yep. And we're going to justify why we got that pick and, and why and how and where it fulfills our needs at this point. Right. My first pick um, in the NFL draft uh, for 2022 Two. is Georgia defensive lineman Jordan Davis. Shocker. Woo. Shocker here. Man. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I know, right? Shocker. <laughs> 
You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. I, uh, guys, and, and full disclosure, this is definitely my personal first pick, of course. We've all talked about this. Look, I understand the negatives with him as well, but he's such a good guy. He's a good clubhouse guy. He's a guy that is just absolutely a monster in stopping the run. And again, when we talk about explosiveness and things that the Chargers need now, right. we need people to stop the run and make the other team one-dimensional. And I think Jordan Davis gives us that, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Again, there's arguments back and forth about him only being a one or two round or, or one or two play guy, first and second, and not really a third down type of guy if it's a passing situation because he doesn't really get to the quarterback a whole lot. But here's my thing is that guy is a game changer for what we were absolutely horrible at last yeah. year, right? Yeah. Absolutely horrible at stopping the run. He's a run stuff specialist, and that's what I think we need. So. Yeah. Again, heavily biased. We all know that, but he's my first pick. <laughs> I like it. I nope. like it. Big shocker there. Big shocker. I know, right? There. I know. You know, <laughs> that's what you've been talking about pretty much since the combine. Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis, Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis. I don't care. I got a man crush on that guy. I got a man crush. Ain't no thing. I got a man crush on him. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy him big steak dinner. I'll that's be right. happy that's with right. it. Hey, man, yeah, take, right. take, take, him, uh, take him to Red Iguana. You know, <laughs> that's, 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 right. well, that's in Salt Lake. That's a little hard uh, from L.A., yeah, yeah. but hey, right, right, right. You, know, hey, you know, he's going to go there. You know, he can go hang out with oh. Andy over there in oh, Salt Lake, right. you know. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we'll bring him on the Bolt Bros podcast. I'll yeah. reach out to him. You know, Jordan, hit us up, Jordan. Come on, man. Come on. Come on out. <laughs> and lo and behold, he's going to end up going to the Raiders. Wait, they don't even have a first round pick this year, do they? Nope. So with my pick, um, I'm actually going to kind of give you a little bit of story behind this one because I don't know if this is – and I don't know why people aren't talking about this position by any means. Like mm -hmm. it's a position that I think is necessary for this team. And what I, why I'm looking at this player is because the defense has so much talent in the front and the back end, but I feel the middle linebacker position is lacking a lot. Not saying like, you know, Drew Tranquil is not a good linebacker. Not saying that – um, Kenneth Murray's not a good linebacker. I mean, we signed Troy Reader. I get it. I get it. But, like, I don't really feel very comfortable with those guys because Drew's been injured. Kenneth Murray was injured. Troy Reader's a pretty reliable guy, but is he really that playmaker, I guess? And so I did a couple different mock drafts just for the first three picks uh, on PFF.com. Shockingly, this guy was there every single time at pick 17. So with... With my first pick for the pick 17 for the NFL 2022 draft, James selects Nicobe Dean, linebacker mm. of Georgia. Nice. I was in Georgia boys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once again, yeah, it's another Georgia boy there. But, you know, I was stunned to see him there because I was seeing a lot of mocks where he was kind of in like the top 10 to like early 10s. And for him right. to get 17, I was like, whoa, like, yeah. am I wrong there? You know, Jordan Davis was available, too, at that pick. But I was like, I was looking at, I want more playmakers at the linebacker level. Right. And going back to to the uh, the video that we showed, too, early on and how, you know, the the they were talking about number nine and how I was saying, maybe it's Kenneth Murray that she's talking about. Maybe he's going to have a really good year next year. I mean, maybe that's going to happen. I mean, once again, that's all hypothetical. Right. Um, right. But when you got a guy like N'Kobe Dean – just a fast guy all around, fast to the ball, good tackler, great in right. coverage, gets picks. 
Yeah. He's really good to get to the rusher too. get sacks like all over the field. He helps that entire middle of that field to work. He could be a coverage guy. He could right. be a rusher, get to the running back really good. I mean, having a great line with like Bosa, Mac day, Austin Johnston, Johnson. And if Tillery starts to in that position, right. He's going to do well with us. And I think that's just adding another playmaker to that defense to make us be a little bit stronger in the middle of our defense. So yeah. sure. that's my pick. What's your guys' thoughts? Yeah, dude, I, I think he's fantastic. And he, he did pop up a couple times in my mocks as well. And like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, cause he's, I think he's one of the best uh, linebackers, if not the best linebacker in the draft. And like, if, if he actually falls a, like down to 17 for us, I think we got to get him, you know, like, I mean, just like you're saying this, that like, we're really kind of on the edge of uh, our linebacker position right now, you know? So like, I mean, we just need, and the biggest thing too is like, I feel like we just need, we need some leadership in that linebacker position because like, it seems like they're not doing as well as we want them to do. Like, I mean, obviously yep, they right. can obviously, obviously do better. Um, and I do believe that they can do better. Um, but let's, you know, like I want to see that happen before anything, you know? So, yep. Yeah, and even if you looked at, like, Kenneth Murray's highlights when he was at Oklahoma, I mean, he was, like, a very attacking kind of linebacker yeah. to get to the get to the line, get to the running back, get to the quarterback. And right. I feel like he has not been able to do that very well being in the NFL. I mean, first year he had a ton of tackles. I think he had over 100 tackles, I think one and a half sacks. But he was playing in a Gus Bradley kind of zone-based yeah. uh, defense. Yeah. You know, I think now – we we have the back end of a defense and a front end of the defense that could actually be very stout in their positions. Just adding that one guy that could come and rush in a little bit, help out with the run game, help out with getting a sack, help out getting pressure on the quarterback. I, I just think that that would be a good, good all around player needed. And obviously he could do well in, in pass coverage. I mean, he's got a couple picks and he does well with tackling and batting balls down. So I don't know. I think it would be an awesome, awesome player to have in the middle of the field for us. And our linebacker. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, Kyle. Yeah. Who do you got? Um, so my pick is actually um, kind of interesting, I feel like, um, as well. Definitely probably going to be controversial to you guys. Um, and besides some of the things that we've actually talked about. Um, and I will say, like, I did the mock draft a couple times. Uh, and this guy was always available, um, for us at 17. Um, however, there was one time that there was a, like an outlier guy that, uh, you know, I was like, holy smokes, this guy would be amazing. And, uh, but I'll go into that one a little bit after, but yeah. for the first round of the NFL draft, uh, I select Chris Alave. Um, so yeah. Uh, he's always been available for us uh, at that pick when I'm doing those drafts. And I feel like the reason why I want to go into Chris Alave is because we just, I don't know, I, I really want to give uh, Justin Herbert another weapon to throw to. Um, I, I obviously, I know we have, we just you know signed Mike Williams um, and we got just uh, Palmer going there still and we got Guyton. So we have some really good guys there already, but at the end of the day, like the combine kind of proved that this is a very good opportunity to pick up great receivers right now. Like, uh, and so that's why I'm saying like, look, 
uh, Chase over at the uh, the Bengals, he was a stud, and he like really just made that team like Joe Burrow actually even better than he what he was. Um, and I feel like you know he's got all the elements that we need to make that wide receivers core even like better, even better, yeah, even better. Uh, but right. the biggest thing is still too is that like I'm uncertain about Keenan Allen's future. Uh, going into next season. Um, I mean, he's getting older. He's turning 30 this year. Um, I'm not going to say... Yeah, I'm sure he's still got all the speed, and he's still he's still got the like one of the best route running out there. And so he's still going to be able to do his job. But the problem is, I feel like we may have some salary cap issues with him next year. and Also with Justin Herbert. Yeah, with Justin Herbert and, well, and, and Derwin James. James. And yeah. James, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just so, like, yeah. Uh, I think we need to get someone youthful for that position. So now, now I was going to say, too, is like the, the outlier that, you know, when I was doing all these drafts, Drake London was available at yeah. 17. And yeah. 100% I had to pick him that one round. So I was like, oh, my gosh, please <laughs> give me him. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So. Yeah, that guy's ridiculous. Draft shoot of the draft. Yeah. You never know, dude. Exactly. You never know. It's a, it's a roll of the dice. But yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, Chris Olave? You know, yeah. and I I understand what you're saying, and that's a thing we have to think about next year also too. We have to think about the contracts coming up. We have to think there are some players that have to get left out of the the plans, and uh, it, it's you know Keenan Allen's been with us for such a long time, yeah, and he's a great player, mm -hmm. and um, but age does catch up to people. I'm not saying that he's really old by any means, no. but at the same side. We start thinking, how much does this guy cost? And yeah. could we get some draft capital out of him? Could we get somebody else in that position? Sure. We have huge contracts coming up. Right. So it's not bad. And Lave is a great player. I mean, yeah. Ohio State guys generally do pretty good. Um, and I think that he comes from a good program. And he, he had some great highlights last year, too. So. Yeah. Good and pick. remember also, next year, the uh, salary cap is going to increase as well, too. Yeah, true. So. Yeah. You know, um, I, you know, I, I think they'll make it work, right? And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, look at how much money Derek Carr got paid, right? Crazy. You know, I mean, he, he's maybe a top 15 quarterback in <laughs> the league. Yeah. He's just getting paid yeah. crazy money, right? And yeah. so, okay, you know, and so it, it makes me scared for Herbert's contract coming up. Right. So that's, that's a good way of thinking about the things coming. And, hey, we got Josh Palmer. Guyton's yeah. done well. I mean, we have a lot of depth in that position, but having more is always a good thing too, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, let's go into uh, our first third round draft selection, and then uh, we'll go to James and then Kyle again for yep. our next pick. Uh, so yeah. uh, third round draft pick, the Chargers select um, Killen Desich, uh tackle for Arizona State. All right. All right. We talked about him in the past, right? I know we've talked about some of our mock draft um you know, it, it kind of highlights. Um, he's just a good overall tackle, right? Very highly recruited out of Texas, four-star recruit, went to uh, ASU. Um, very good. You know, there's some pros and cons with him. Again, when you start looking at third rounds, you're starting to get some guys with shorter arms, certain things that they do well, certain things that they don't do great. But he's a good overall depth pick and a potential starter for us next year. And I think that's yeah. kind of what we need because if we don't sign Obushi, 
Again, I, I don't think he's on the table anymore, or I, he still hasn't been signed, from my understanding. Right, yeah. And then, uh, again, our right tackle, who knows? I don't know that he'd really be the right tackle spot for us as well, too, but I think no, no matter what, he'll give us more depth across the line. If they move yeah. Filer over to the right side, maybe they can move this guy in on the left side with Rashawn Slater. So I think, I think you know, some depth is kind of what we need on the line. But, you know, so I, that's my pick. I know he's, um, you know, he's definitely, from everything I saw, is a very good overall pick. So yeah. that's my thoughts on him. Yeah. You know, it's it's just, if we go into the season right now and we have Storm Norton at the right end, everybody's going to be just <laughs> ripping their hair out. You know? Yep. And, and, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's for damn sure. Yeah. I, I, I have a lot of memories of him just trying to reach to grab somebody to not allow him to get to Herbert right. and just it's just getting dominated so yeah I mean we have to look at that position one way or another and we have to get exactly correct there I mean once again maybe I'm maybe I'm the weirdo here but I mean you kind of do look at Trey Pipkins too and he did play well he I played mean great he played great what's not to say what's not to say that he ends up being that right tackle you know yep. but or at least getting a shot at it so who knows? Yeah, it but, will definitely be a tryout right, right. they're gonna look yep. at everybody and yep. so you know, again, partially the reason why I said this guy, he was very good, very athletic. He's played yep. all over the line. He was a center at one point. He's moved kind of all up and down the line. Yep. Again, these linebackers, these linemen get hurt, right? They're, yeah. They are in the trenches. And so, yeah. you know, you need depth, right? Hymas could step in. Pipkins could step in. Yep. Storm Norton can get moved around. You know, there's a lot of things that we can we need. We need versatility on the line is kind of my yep. point with this pick. Right, yep. right makes sense well yeah at the same time though too is like uh my thoughts are is that like i mean however like everything lands uh for the draft the the only thing that i think is that might happen is that they could move filer over to that right side to yep. help help it out some more so go from that left guard to the like the right guard or maybe tackle um and yeah and then really just help out that whole side entirely yep yeah yep. sure so yep yep that's true. Yeah. Makes sense. So, all right. Well, all James, right. you're up. This one was kind of an interesting pick. Um, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I think he was kind of really slated more as a second round pick, and I was really thrown off. And he came up a couple times in my draft, my mock drafts on uh, PFF.com. Really strange. Um, but uh, with my third pick for the NFL draft uh, 2022, excuse me, with my third pick, oh, excuse me, let me go back on that. <laughs> um, so with my second pick in the third round for the 2022 NFL draft, James selects Ja-Marie Salyer, offensive tackle yeah. from Georgia. So once again, I chose another Georgia guy. Um, mm -hmm. I, I guess I really want to go with these Georgia boys. That's uh, right. Here, yeah, for sure. Huh? We love our Georgia boys, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing is, though, watching highlights of this guy, just reading about who he is, I mean, the guy's 6'3", 321. He played yep. a lot on the left tackle position, so mm -hmm. he has that ability. He has played down the line, too. Yeah. So he kind of has played right guard, left guard. Yep. So – if we are still looking at like Filer potentially going to right tackle or whatnot, he could kind of fit into different positions for us. Yeah. Um, once again, having that versatility is key as an offensive lineman. Yeah. And yep. this guy is just an absolute stout dude. 31 bench reps that he did at the combine. Oof. 
Uh, yeah, just it's ridiculous. Super dependable guy too. Uh, great job on the line and off the line. Um, really great pop with his with the rush game too. He could run outside with a screen game and just. I mean, who wants to get in front of a 321 pound dude? Like, no, it's gonna bruise people up. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's gonna yep. maul some guy. Poor yeah, guy. Totally. Like, cornerback is not gonna want to get at that guy when that dude's a buck 88. You know, running in the outside. Yep, soaking wet. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, he's a good swing tackles, screen game kind of guy. Um, one one stat that kind of popped out that I was like, man, that's amazing. In his three years being at Georgia, he only gave up one sack on 800 pass attempts. Wow. Like, that's pretty incredible to think that's about. A lot. Like, that's pretty epic. Yeah. yeah. That's a fantastic, fantastic stat. And then he had one of his best games was against Aiden Hutchinson, the, the uh, DN from Michigan, too. Yeah, okay. So... What that kind of reminds me of a little bit is our first round pick last year, you know, Rashawn Slater, when he talked about his highlight game was against Chase Young. Yeah. And yep. so kind of makes you think like, dude, this could be that guy again for us in the third round for us, who for some reason I thought was supposed to be in the second round, that we could just have that right line just being absolutely a strength again for sure. our team. Yeah. And so um, one thing that was interesting and just last point here. I guess I'm selling you guys on this, dude. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> on Yahoo Sports, um, they said one line about him as one of his, his strengths. He says, he's a power player who seeks to exert his will on the opponent. <laughs> I like that. I That's like awesome. that. I want, I want to see a guy who could just throw somebody around. Maybe it's kind of like Trevor Penning and how everybody sees the aggressiveness from him. Yeah. But, like, I want to see a guy that could just basically just take some dude out and completely get him out of the play. So yep. that's my pick for the third round. Nice. Yeah, yeah I like it. You I know, like it. I like it a lot, too. Like, it, And the interesting thing, too, is that his when he started in 2019, um, he was actually more of a right guard, right tackle on that side. Yep. And he actually did way better that year than he did with uh, this recent year. So um, a lot of people might not be seeing that um, and yeah. on the boards and stuff. And so he would actually be a really good pickup for us as well for that right side because he knows all that stuff as well. Because because like you're saying, he's he's played all up and down the line. Like they, they kind of just yeah. like swing him everywhere. And so, yeah, I think he's fantastic. And, you know, like, um, yeah, I really like that pick a lot for like for third round. Yeah. And if we – man – that like you're saying, like I think he's probably more gonna be a second round pick. Uh yeah. but if he's available for us at third round, oh yeah, baby, we gotta get this All dude. Day. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Take him. For sure. Mm -hmm. Take him. Yeah. So we'll definitely like see some value pick. in the third round for sure, you know, across yep. the board. They'll be good players. Yep. Yep. You know, it's odd that I didn't even take anybody in the defensive line in the first two rounds though. So no kidding. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> But looking for strengths in areas that I feel we need more players. All right. All right. And I feel like those are the two areas I was looking at linebacker and uh, right tackle. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Kyle. Yeah. So for my, my, uh, you know, so my pick is actually pretty good. I think it's honestly, I think a lot of people have actually picked this guy uh, and other mocks and other pods and, and, and discussions and stuff. Um, so he regularly pops up. Um, as available in these mock drafts and stuff. Um, but uh, for my second pick, 
In the third round of the NFL draft, I select Dylan Parham, a guard from Memphis. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, I had him in a couple of my drafts, too. Yeah. So so he is dude. Honestly, he's actually a stud looking at his stats. um, You know, it, he's been also kind of like um, Salyer, where he, um, you know, was all up and down the offensive line. You know, yeah. 2019, he was a left guard. Uh, 2020, he was a right tackle. 2021, he was a right guard. So he's definitely favored on that right side already. So he knows those movements, and he knows that well. So I feel like 100% he can easily just get right into our um, our scheme and do well at it. In fact, in 2020, he that was one of his best years. Uh, he only allowed one sacks, two two hits, and six hurries um, that year. Um, yeah. And as, aside from that, the dude can move. Um, he, yeah. He's he's an athlete for actually being uh, six foot three, 311 pounds, which I think is probably like I want my offensive lineman to be at least 300 pounds. Um, and yeah. so there, there's a couple people that I've seen on like on my other mocks where. They're like, you know, oh yeah, they're they're um, guards and they're tackles and stuff, but they're like under two hundred. I'm kind of like, mm, I need you to be a little bit beefier. Yeah. You know, we need that, yeah. we need that butt and gut. You know, you know. Yeah. 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 Immovable. Yeah. Immovable. Yeah. Immo- yep. Immovable objects for sure. That's right. Um, That's right. But yeah, you know, like, you know, no, yeah, yeah. Par- Parham's a solid choice. Yeah. He really is, and I guess this kind of just highlights where this draft is going. Right? There's. Right. It's really interesting because this draft doesn't have a lot of good quarterbacks in it. They have mm-hmm. okay quarterbacks, but they have better depth across the board. Sure. Defensive linemen, tackles, yeah. Yeah. running backs, wide yep. receivers. Those are like the – and then linebackers. Those are the premium players and safeties, right? So right. But it's really strange that this is a very quarterback low draft. And I know uh, there were some people talking about that, like, well, how many quarterbacks are going to be selected before 17? Yeah. That's going to really determine how many people fall – specifically to the chargers. Yeah. Um, and so it'd be really interesting to see how that all plays out as well, too, for sure. Well, yeah. we have two parhams on the, on the, uh, the <laughs> offense. It sounds like yeah. we're at a law firm now. Yeah. yeah. Parham, yeah, yeah. Parham, 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 Parham. Parham. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I thought, about, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about that as well. I was like, Oh, well, I mean, Hey, a lot of people do want, um, Jameson Williams. And so like we could have two, yeah. uh, Two wide receivers, yeah. Williams as well. You know, Williams. Yeah. <laughs> so it's possible, you know. man. Yeah. That would be wild. We yeah. what do we have? Williams, like Williams, Parham, and Parham. There you so go. It's like we Williams, got Parham, and Parham. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's trying to make it easy on the coaches so they don't uh, they don't forget names and stuff. Yeah. Right, man. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I that's, like that's, that. that's that's my problem, not not a coach problem. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Very yeah. true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. All right, well, let me go into the uh, our third selection of the fourth round of the NFL draft. Uh, and the Chargers select Tyler Algier, halfback out of BYU. There you go. And there you go. Again, go uh, my, my mock draft is a bit of home cooking here to some degree. Sure. And, um, you know, a lot of people could say you could probably pick him later in the fourth round, which which could probably be the case. But I, I think that he would be an extremely great running back too, right? Yeah. A nice switch up from Austin Eckler, who's more of a finesse back. Yeah. Um, and Tyler Algier. And again, a lot of people don't know this about him. I mean, he's moving up the, the draft chart pretty heavy and he was a converted linebacker. He played some um, running back in in high school. Yep. 
And, you know, BYU had a need for running back and they said, hey, why don't you try it out? And he just became a bruiser. And he was one of those guys that the, the yards after the catch was a big thing for him. Right. Sure. It was it would hit people and he would keep moving. Yep. yep. And um, so, again, I think he's an excellent selection. He would be an excellent running back two option for um, Austin Eckler. And I, you know, I saw him play a lot last year and he's just, he's got plenty of talent. Yeah. Totally. And uh, so, so I think he would be a, an excellent selection at round four, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love him. Like, like the thing that I love the most about him is that, you know, like he's like, I think I mentioned it before, but yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's not just yards after catch. It's, it's about yards after hits with me. Yes. Like he, yep. he straight up, he takes some licks and he keeps on kicking, man. Yep, you know? that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm like, he's, he's a bruiser back. Yeah. Get those tough yards. Get right. those tough yards. Really that's tough yards. And that's yep. not what Eckler does. Eckler yep. doesn't do that. You know, yep. and I think a, a, another compliment, again, it doesn't have to be Algier, no, but another running back like that would be very good for us. Yep. And I and I was thinking about this too. What if what if they made like a bunch of two running back sets, right? You don't see yeah. that very often in the no, NFL anymore. We don't right now. Yeah. You have the two running backs on the back there, boy. Who's it going to go to? Right. You can do yeah. some repass options, some RPO next year. Is it going to go to Algier? Is it going to go to Eckler? Right? Is it yeah. going to go right or left? I think that's a really cool option. Um, I, look, I just think it would be great. I think it would open up the offense in a very different way, right? Because we all know that, uh, you know. Justin Herbert can run, right? Some RPO would be a really cool thing to to put yeah. in the mix a little bit as well, too. So, True. anyways, just some just some thinking out of the box there for that pick. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad pick. I mean, that's that's a home cooking pick for you for sure. But <laughs> I mean, the the thing is though, man, he he has a great stat line. I mean, yeah. 270 yep. attempts or 276 attempts, 1600 yards, 23 touchdowns. Yeah. He even yep. had some catches. I mean, yep. he could be that good complement RB too. And so, I mean, the thing is, though, my fear is always injuries coming around. If Austin Eckler goes down, we yep. need a guy to yep. fill that position so we don't we do. become one-dimensional. Right. So, yep. um, not to say you can't make Herbert run, but we don't want to see Herbert getting hurt either. So, very true. Yeah, um, very true. So, I think that's a very, very good pick. And I mean, you know, is Roundtree the guy? Um, I don't know yet. And Kelly, we, we. That could be yep. one of those cuts or, or a practice squad guy. So who knows yep. where he's going to go. So I like it. It's a good pick. Good pick. All right. I'm going to go with my pick. It's yeah. uh, so this is uh, kind of going back to what Kyle originally chatted about in the first round. Okay. Kind of going back to that point. You know, I mean, I get a little worried about, you know, Keenan Allen next year, you know, age, age comes in, age creeps in, body gets slower. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my age where it's like, I think I'm fast, but, but my body tells me other uh, things. So um, I think that this is kind of one of those things that you kind of think about high salary. Do we move on with them? I don't know. I know we get more salary cap next year, but we got big contracts coming up. So who I'm going to pick. So with the third pick in the fourth round, of the 2022 NFL Draft, James selects Kyle Phillips, wide receiver from UCLA. Ooh, mm. nice. Yep. Dude, it was crazy. I, this guy kept coming up in fourth round for me, and I was yeah. thinking, whoa. Like, yeah. The thing that's cool about this guy, almost for, like, size for size, speed, route running, even models his game off of Keenan Allen. It was one of the guys, and also Devontae Adam. 
was another guy he he said too. I mean, he just seems like he's highly productive yeah. as a player. Right, and yeah. he, I think he was at either the East West Shrine game or the senior bowl. I'm not sure which one, but there was a lot of hype about him and yeah, him yeah. making excellent couch, catches. And so it was interesting as a comparison, if we were to say, if we did end up moving on with Keenan Allen, I mean, we all love Keenan. He's been with the team forever. Yes. And it, it's weird to even talk about it, but yeah, it, he, his four forty speed Kyle Phillips was four five eight. Keenan's was four five six when mm-hmm. he came into the NFL. Wow. Okay. Wow. Size wise, about exactly the same. Looks very, very similar to him on the field and everything. How he runs routes, everything. Okay. I mean, the the other bonus of him though is that he had a lot of punt returns too that he ran back for touchdowns. Oh nice. One other thing I could say, I feel he's a little bit more shifty than Keenan Allen. Oh, so yeah. I feel he's not a guy Kinda that like a... actually is easy to get a, easy to get tackled. He he's got a little bit more body control in okay. my opinion and has a little bit more extra effort after the catch. So Yeah. That's my guy for a little more like Hunter, Hunter Refro. Hunter Renfro, yeah. right. Cooper Cup kind of guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Hunter Renfro was a late round pick too. Yeah, that, he was. That guy he has was. flourished. And that guy still yeah, yeah. looks like a buck eighty wet. And yep. he's a great round runner, man. Yeah. I mean, good Same. hands. Jeez. But I think he would be a phenomenal pick. If we don't pick him up, I guarantee the New England Patriots are gonna pick him up. Perfect yep. fit for what they love. Yeah, like, yep. very true. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Yep, very true. Yeah. So that's my pick. Yeah, no, I, I've seen him on, on a lot of my drafts as well. Like in, uh, yeah. but because I, you know, typically have been picking wide receivers first, uh, I I didn't get him as well. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I've uh, I really like him a, a lot. Like, and I feel like he's really good at you know against man coverage as well. So like that's like what you're saying. It's like he's good at that route running. You know, ju- yep. jukes out him a little bit. You know, like kind of you know makes them kind of pause or whatever to get that separation. Yep. So yeah, like I and I have been comparing him a lot to Cooper Cup in my own uh, opinion yeah. as well. So like, yep. and, and that would that would be phenomenal, dude. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. dang, yeah. we get a Cooper Cup in fourth round. I'll take it all day, <laughs> all yes, day. How do we please. make that happen? How do we yeah. make that happen? Hey, hey you know what? Hey, we, That's we, great we, for that fool. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. That's a great pick. So, oh, Andy, you have any thoughts on that one? No, I, I agree. I think, uh, you know, depth in the wide receiver position is always a good thing, right? Cool. You know, you, you, I think the draft, you need, you need to continue having people come in that can make veterans stronger and continually make the team better, right? You know, and you cannot look at practice squad guys and say, well, they're not that important. No, they're very important. They mm-hmm. make the team on a weekly basis better. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it's good. It's always good to have more deep depth and talent. Staley talked about that last year. That was a, that's what really hurt us. Yeah, so, yep. totally. We got to do it in the draft. Yep, yep. I agree. Or who's Kyle, your final pick here, Kyle? All right. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of preface this uh, to kind of give you guys a little hint. Um, I've actually uh, pretty much went heavy offense my entire draft. You know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I uh, I just you know because I felt like um, the entire uh, you know the off season we addressed heavily the needs that we needed to address uh, for defense and I kind of felt like I, I'm, I was pretty solid on those you know I'm like yeah I yeah. think I think we're good yeah obviously we do need to have some more depth or whatever but we I feel like you know looking at our current roster 
all of our depth is on the defensive side right now. Like we're we're really lacking yep. a lot on the offensive side. So with the uh, third pick of the NFL draft, I feel like the Chargers are going to select Rashad White, um, a running back yeah. out of Arizona yep. State, uh, the Sun Devils. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm I'm going that deep uh, in order to pick up a running back. Um, I I would have liked you know for sometimes actually Tyler Algiers did fall onto my uh, into that round for me, um, but this time it didn't happen. This time like it was maybe like it was like a ten percent chance or whatever. So, but I would have picked him up as well if uh, if he was available because I just love that guy. Um, but yeah, no, he had a pretty stellar year. Um, you know, some of yep. his career highlights, you know, like uh, were you know. Like just really, his is just a solid year in 2021. Um, and he he is a like a second year senior because like there was that kind of yep. gap year for you know 2020. Yep. Um, COVID. Yep. yep. COVID and stuff. Uh, and uh, he he's actually kind of big too. He's like he was six foot tall. Uh, you know, 214 pounds. Um, and maybe if he gets a little bit bigger, um, to push him that way. He might be able to be a little bit like um, oh, the guy from the Titans, uh, Derrick Henry. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just really just pound through people, you know, like just like yeah. that a lot, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And, I, and I I think to your point, we need a bruiser back. We need yeah. a guy to switch mm-hmm. things up, be a different type of running back over Austin Eckler. Because yeah. Austin, Austin Eckler's a finesse back. Yes. So a bruiser back makes sense. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, you know, he's. Man, he had a stellar year. He had a thousand yard year. Uh, you know, fifteen touchdowns. Uh, you know, he's he got like he was targeted in receptions like forty three, uh, and he you know forty eight out of forty three receptions. So he's he's got hands. Um, he's got yeah. everything that we need for for that. Like just saying, like um, as well um, as he's a bit bigger uh, than Eckler, yeah. and he can you know maybe take some more hits and just you know pound in. What it needs to, you know, like as a solid RB two option because we don't have one right now. Besides uh, Justin Herbert, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and I, I obviously I live in Arizona, so I've been to yeah. a lot of ASU games, and he was one of the guys that was always a hype guy on on the offense. Yep. I mean, Jaden Daniels awesome. was the quarterback, and he was abysmal uh, as a yeah. quarterback, especially last year. I mean, yeah. the year before he was average, but he was not good at all last year, and then he transferred out of ASU and. Really, the highlight of that offense was Rashad White, and yep, he did he's well. kind of an all-around back, so he could run the ball, he could catch the ball. That's what we need to have as an RB two. Yep. You know, it, it brings me back to the LT Michael um, Turner. Turner, yeah, yes. You know, yep. You know, mm-hmm. the you had you had the 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 lightning out of LT, and then you had just the the the, the strength. Hammer. And yeah. hammer out of, you know, <laughs> Michael Turner. A little bit yeah. of thunder. A little, <laughs> a little bit of little lightning. Bit of light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this guy could be that dude. I mean, he's got a great height. I think he could probably add a little bit more weight, in my opinion. But I, I most solid backs are usually like 220 and above. But this does add a little bit more weight to that position. Mm-hmm. So, I like it. Good yeah. pick. Great pick. Yeah. Uh, man, we've had a couple mock drafts here where we picked up ASU guys. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Good to see. Yeah. Good to see. It's good to see. Yeah, man. I like that yeah. pick too, Kyle. Yeah. You know, but it but it also just shows you, and we can start wrapping here um as well. And you know, this draft really is about depth, right? And again, yep. 
again, we're splitting hairs, right? We're talking about, okay, I think a lineman, we need better. We need a sure. defensive line. We need a tackle. We need this and that. I think it really boils down to a lot of different things, right? And this and this draft specifically is really cool in that regard because there's so much depth in so many positions, which I think is awesome. So mm-hmm. I think bottom line, we'll find some great value. And Telesco's done a great job of finding value. And I think, again, even last year, right, um, we did really well. I mean, Nick Neiman's a person that comes to mind. Nick Neiman did really well in special teams. Yeah. He's one of our backup linebackers yeah. as well. But is he really the guy that's going to step in and be our guy full time? I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's really great to see um, this draft is for me is 100 percent about depth. Sure. Uh, filling one or two major holes. Yep. And then just going forward with our veterans that we've already selected and we've gotten, you know, through free agency this year specifically. So. Yep. So I guess, uh, James, we'll go to you. Final thoughts uh, and then Kyle and then uh, then we'll wrap. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, it's almost ditto to what you said. I mean, this is a this is a draft to build more depth. I mean, it goes back to that Texans game and how we just got destroyed because showing our weaknesses of depth. And uh, for sure, you know, that's really we just need to find those extra guys on our team to fill those gaps. And, you know, I'm just going to give you kind of a little bit of a late round pick that I think would be a fantastic. And once again, we only did the first three picks. So I'm going to say, hey. If this guy's available in the late rounds, which it seems like it's been that way, but I would pick up, uh, and we talked about running back just recently, I went for uh, Hassan Haskins out of Michigan. Mm, yep. 6'2", 228 guy, thrives off yep. of hitting off players, runs well between the lines, really physical back, good stiff arm. Nice. Great year last year. I think he could be a great addition to the to the team. And just one little, and I'm, I'm a stats guy, things that I see where our weaknesses are, I want it to be a strength on our team. We always had a lot of issues at the goal line with our running backs fumbling the Very ball, much. right? Right. Eckler, yep. Kelly, Roundtree, those guys aren't like power backs per se. Yeah. So this guy has had no fumbles in his career in three years. Yep. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I He's not the fastest of dude. That's awesome. But hey, let's go with that guy. Like, yeah. And he had 1,300 yards, 20 touchdowns last year. Go with it. So I, I'm good with him. If he's a fifth round, sixth round kind of guy, take him. Uh, and he's yep. from a big school that went to the playoffs. I'm in. Yep. Go for yep. it. So great. I'm looking forward to this draft for sure. Yep. And it's going to be an exciting one. And, and looking to add players like this gets me excited. And, and the thing is, though, nobody really looks at the late rounds generally because they don't really expect much out of them. But True. it's kind of fun to be able to sit here and look at these players and think, man, you could get a guy like this in fifth round. That could be a, a, a great added depth stud for us. Right. And potentially could fill in when when somebody gets injured or Eckler gets injured. So. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a good one. Yeah, totally. Kyle, I, what do you think? Well, yeah, you know, like, and my, my thing is with this draft um, is obviously like I it's a very deep draft. Um, we I've we beat that you know like a dead horse uh, yeah. because there's there's so many more players available here, and I think that yeah. honestly we're gonna find some people undrafted people that are gonna be studs as well. Um, yeah, I can I can one hundred percent believe that. Um, and yeah, and one of the things that I uh, I guess, you know, going on what James was saying is that uh, I feel like also, uh, so actually go later in the rounds and why it's a deep, deeper draft um, is kind of why I went later into the rounds for defensive players um, because we have so much, you know, veterancy on that side right now. Um, yeah. One of the guys that I picked up later, like uh, it was like, which pick was this one? Uh, round five, no, six actually was Curtis Brooks, uh, a defensive uh, lineman. Um, and he was a stud over at Cincinnati. Um, yeah. 
and a couple other random guys. Obviously, like we 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 uh, talked about last episode was a uh, Sean Jolly. Um, I definitely did yep. like him a lot. Um, and then Jeteri Carter actually. Uh, yep. You know, it's like you know both those guys are some other players that I kind of would like to pick up as well. But um, yeah, you know, let's roll the dice. Let's hopefully uh, we get something pretty nice on the seventeen. Um, hopefully we get another Duran James type player and, uh, you know, freaking bolt the F up, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, one of my late draft, uh, late round draft, uh, choices with Matt, Matt Ariza from uh, San Diego state. Right. I, I, I picked I him up. I think somebody had to choose him. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and again, right. Yeah. Like, like, and I, and you think about this though, right. The cool thing about him and, and this, this will be our, our last, you know, thoughts on this is that I think with him specifically, you have a guy that can kick the ball down the field as deep as he can. Mm-hmm. He's a real weapon for your defense, right? Yeah. He, he's an extension of your defense, and yeah. that's the beautiful part about him, right? And I think with him, it, it would make sense, and and he will he will be the first punter taken off of the off the board for sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, I've seen people say fourth round. I've seen people say fifth round. So it really will be interesting to see where it goes. And they've talked about him a lot in the Chargers, so it, it will be interesting to see where it goes. And so he's kind of my guy. He's sort of my sleeper pick that I think could happen because there's been so much discussion about him, but, and again, we got a good defense this year, right? We should have a better defense this year, like by a long shot. I mean, some people are predicting us have a top five defense in the league. Heck yeah. So, and, and, and we should, right. You think about what we have, you got that guy as your weapon late rounds, you get him at maybe fifth round, potentially boy could be huge. That could be huge. Could be amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Bros. You know, I will say this, guys. You know, remember to listen in on the 28th. We are going to do a live broadcast yep. of the first round draft. All the medias, right? It, the gram. We on YouTubes. We on, we on the tubes. Yeah. We on TikTok. All the above, That's right? right. <laughs> we, we, we on it all. So, yeah. hey, look, follow us. Follow us wherever you want us, right? I mean, you know, we're getting love on all, all kinds of platforms. So, you know, again, Please rate, review, make some, you know, hit some like buttons, subscribe, you know, make comments, guys. We want to hear your feedback. Say what you like. Say what you don't like. You did this good. You did that bad. Let us know, right? Yeah. We're here We're here to improve our, our channel. And, again, we want to engage with the fans, right? So yeah. we're really excited. This is our first live podcast that we're doing for the draft. Um, but, again, drop a like, subscribe. I'm your host, Andrew, with my two brothers, James and Kyle. You. (laughs) (laughs) That was not as enthusiastic as you hoped, I think. (laughs) But again, guys, guys, thanks for listening. We the Bolt Bros. We out of here. Let's get it. Bolt Bros. Let's go. Let's go. Bolt Bros. Go. (laughs) You know what? And if we get, uh, if we get like a uh, you know a thousand <laughs> thousand likes on this, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll send some out to some people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got you. I got plenty, yo. I got plenty. I got yeah. plenty. We got a giveaway going now.